Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. You guys, I am so excited about this episode. <laughs> oh, I interview Mary Ann George, and they are this conversation that we had with each other was so good, so so good. We talk about uh, using the profiles in our lives, and also just more and more about what being a manifester can truly look like. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this. Let me know what you think about this interview. Here it is for you guys. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so excited to bring Marianne to this podcast today. They are a manifester and I'm going to let them describe what they do because in true manifester energy, it just, it's something that I cannot simply summarize. But in this pre-conversation that we've been having, like this podcast is going to, this episode is going to be so, so good. So Marianne, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to audience. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Thrilled to be talking about this with you today. Um, My name is Marianne. My pronouns are they, them. I'm a coach. I'm a teacher. I would say what I call myself the most, what my most exciting title is that I gave myself is sacred galvanizer and great life experimenter. I'm an artist. I'm really the kind of coach where if you're feeling stuck in any place in your life, if you need something to shake up or some movement, I'm the person that you can come and see and definitely do that with you. Um, And then also because I'm a trans non-binary person, I love to talk about gender and safety, very interested in sexuality and sensuality and different types of pleasure. So those are other things that I like to talk about and teach about and work with. Um, So yeah, as as a manifester, I haven't really niched. Uh, That's something that I try to avoid. (laughs) Um, But I go where my interest is, but those are the places where my interest generally is, is creative living, getting unstuck, working into joy and alternative pleasure. Yes, I love that. And it's interesting because last night I was literally having this conversation around niche and I was like, just throw it out for any human design type because there was like yeah. a projector friend of mine who was like, but I do psychic stuff, but I want to talk about sustainable living. And now I want to do business coaching. I'm like, go for it. Like, (laughs) like just do whatever. I think we focus so much on having that like succinct title Mm -hmm. that we put ourselves in these like little boxes and it restricts us. And so I just love how you're just like throw away the box like this is this is what I do these are this is the these are the conversations I love to have and uh, a lot of those are just so incredibly important for all of us to have especially around uh, especially around gender like everything is shifting and I'm not 
I, I'm not perfect <laughs> with the, with this conversation. So I'm gonna like preface, if I make a mistake, feel free to call me out. Like I will not like, <laughs> I will not get mad, but um, it's, it's something that I've seen the need for more conversations to be had around it so that people feel comfortable uh, maybe even pointing things out and um, and feeling comfortable being themselves, like being truly yeah. like who they are, um, who they are meant to be, who they are. And I don't like even like the word designed. I usually say that with human design terminology, but like, <laughs> I'm like, eh, I don't like that with this conversation, but like who, who you are, yeah, like who you're meant to be, like who you truly are, like deep down on the inside, no matter what, like anything says. Um, so I just, I like to give kudos and everything. <laughs> but um, we, we were talking before just about a little bit about like how learning your human design has shifted things for you in that like big, like aha moment. Um, can you share like what learning your human design and even like your human design type as a manifester, what has that like done for you as far as um, improved your life or maybe even not improved your life and <laughs> anything? Like how has it like, how has it changed things for you? Yeah, thank you so much for that question. I love that. Um, I came to human design about two years ago and the first time I went to a reader and they said I was a manifester. They said manifestors were eight to 10% of the population. And I just, I started crying and I was like, I feel so alone. I don't want to hear anymore. Like I already feel so different and weird. Like, you know, I'm, I'm trans. I'm a person of color. I don't fit into all these boxes. Like we talked about already. And so like, I just was like, Oh, okay, fine. Um, and so I walked away and then six months later I came back to it and I really started hearing, like really started learning more about what that means and how that's special and how that energy is different and in different ways. And um, the more that I learned, especially finding out, you know, I'm a non-sacral being and finding out that my authority is emotional and um, just also like going into my, you know, I'm a three, five. So what those are like and how that can express, you know, like that, like trial and error is like something that I feel, I was feeling a lot of shame around. It's like, oh, I got to learn things for myself. I wish it wasn't always like this. Um, and so just the more that I learned about it, the more that I felt like, oh my gosh, okay, this is like a big, you know, this is like a big um, welcome mat into who I really am. And like, um, I think it's Dolly Parton who said, you know, I, I'm going to misquote her, but this brilliant thing about like, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Um, and so I always think about that with human design. And then yeah, I've been on the journey for about two years and the more that I found out about it and the more I was able to connect with it, then I've started to attract other manifestors in my life. I actually realized that my mom is a manifester, a three, five emotional manifester. Um, some of my really close friends are manifestors. And then just starting to like actually have these conversations around like, hey, is it hard for you to do this too? Or do you also go through like long periods of rest where you have no creative ideas at all? Or do you also go through these moments where like you're just so focused and you have this big thing you've got to bring through and then you're like done with it and it's only 90% done or it's just, it just became really interesting to be like, oh, right. Okay. This is my design. Like there's nothing actually wrong with this. It's just, um, it's just the way that I work and the way that I'm designed. And I have this very specific role. And when I look to the world, I'm not always going to see that reflected back. Um, and it's been, 
I would say the thing that's been so interesting, and I've noticed like a lot of my manifestor uh, friends and family members are also into human design. It's just so validating to be like, oh, right. Okay. Um, the world is like not totally designed for non-sacral beings. And sorry, I'm in Brooklyn, so there's gonna be a little street noise. Um, but it's like, there's there's not these, um, you know, this like go, go, go and respond, respond, respond. Like actually responding exhausts me. Like, I don't want to be on social media answering DMs and responding to comments. Like, I want to, like, put out a post that I love and just, like, walk away. Um, and so just seeing, like, oh, that, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to compare myself. Like, it just gave me this, like, beautiful, um, like, freedom, which has felt really amazing. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like, we were just talking prior to this that a lot of the interviews that I've naturally attracted for this podcast have been <laughs> manifestors. Yes. And so I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to like seek out these other types and, yeah. uh, and like draw them to me. So it, it fits because with projectors, they need that invitation. So I just yeah. like said, you know, prior to this, I was like, let me just send some invitations <laughs> to some projectors that I know and like gather this. And, <laughs> but it's, it's, there's something that is attractive about human design to maybe like the manifestor type, or maybe even this, like, let me talk, like, cause manifestors have their throats <laughs> defined. And so they like, they want to talk about, you know, yes. their human design and their story. And, I just think it's so important to get it out there because manifestors like you are not alone and <laughs> you are meant to go through these like ebbs and these flows with your energy and with your creativity and like the biggest piece is giving yourself that freedom to move in a way that feels aligned and then like trusting that everything is going to be taken care of when you're in that yes. rest and reflective period which is just huge. Um, and you briefly mentioned your three line. I'm also, I'm a six three. So wow. um, yeah, so that's fun. Um, uh, what, yes. has, <laughs> what has been your experience with uh, like being a three line? Like how do you use that energy like to your advantage? Oh, I love that. Thank you for asking that. You know, it's funny. I feel like I'm 32 and I look back at my adult life and I'm like, I feel like I've lived like 10 lives already. Like I briefly, I lived in Iceland for three years. I learned Icelandic, uh, conversational, but still. And then, you know, I went to art school. I worked in design world and then I worked in restaurants and now I worked as a professional dominatrix and now I'm a coach. And so I just feel like it's like, in these 15, 14 years between being 18 and 32, like I've just experienced all these things. And the funny thing about that three line that I see come through is like, I'll do something and I'll like be really into it and I'll be all about it. And I'll like go all in 150% ready to like rock it. And then like 18 months later, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done. <laughs> that was great. Um, I did that and I'm good. And um, I don't need to do that again. And I learned a lot of lessons from that. And that's something that for a long time, I felt a lot of shame around. But now I see the advantage is like, I really, especially as a coach, I can relate to so many people. I have had coaching clients that are 30, 40 years older than me. And they're like shocked by how much I can understand and relate to them. Um, and I've worked with people who are 21. And it's been really cool to be like, oh, right, because I've just lived this whole range of experiences. And I have like 
all these lived experiences that many people don't have, um, or if it just had this like wide range, I've done a lot of things, I can connect to a lot of people. When I was working as a server in New York, uh, you know, every single table I would get, there's something that we would have in common, there's something we could talk about. And like you said that, you know, that motorized mm -hmm. manifestor throughout talking is, is yes. talk, no matter what, <laughs> talking is really easy and fun for me. Um, but yeah, just finding those connection places has been really magical. I've noticed um, pretty much no matter what scenario I'm in, I can find a way to connect to people and we can find an overlap of experiences. Um, I was once in Iceland in this tiny little bar on this tiny little island. There's like 5,000 people on this island. I was in this bar and met this Icelander and we ended up talking about this bus that used to go between Boston and New York, this like really terrible bus that was like 10 bucks called the Fungla. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, of course we can like connect over the shitty shared bus experience. <laughs> um, so it's it's been really cool to be like, oh, right. It kind of, um, I see it as like this uh, trial by fire. And as long as I'm leaning into that, like it's a really fun experience and just allowing myself to like put things down when I'm done with them and then also just being like wow I've had this gift of like living many lives in one like lifetime um which feels really amazing so yeah that's that's how it comes out and that's how it expresses and that definitely feels like the, the older I get and the more perspective I have the more that feels like a gift yeah I love that and it's interesting because with the free line it's like you want to like get in and like do things and then in combination with that the like manifestor cycle I don't know if you've heard of this but it's like this creative cycle it's like you want to do something you go into it then you're like ah, I'm done and then that rest and reflection and it it seems like you know you kind of know what that cycle that length of time is for you it's you said like 18 months you're like okay and then I'm done <laughs> yeah yeah, and that's something that you can use to your advantage and uh, even use in decision making like is this is this worth it to like dive into this for a short period of time before you know you know you're going to move on it's like oh do I want to maybe if it's like a degree or something it's like do I want to spend like all of this money and time into maybe like a degree or like a certification in order to move on <laughs> yes. yeah, that's a great that's a great question and I definitely you know there was a moment a few years ago when I was thinking about getting a master's and I was like, mm, I don't know, because in six months, things might look really different. And I'm so glad I didn't get that master's. I'm so glad that I found a different route. So I, I love that you're saying that. And, you know, my mom, who is a manifester, once was telling me, uh, she was like, oh, Marianne. Oh, I think I called her. And I was like, yeah, mom, like I found my calling. And she said, oh, Mayor, you, you have, you, you get a new calling every six months. And I said, yeah, and I always answer. Like I always go down the path because there's always something to learn there. So even if, you know, one day I'm doing this and the next day I'm doing that, like I've, there's lessons to be learned, but I do think you're right with resources and time and energy. It has been really helpful to be like, okay, maybe I'm not going to commit to a five-year plan. <laughs> maybe I'm not going to commit to like a, you know, a long-term thing. I'm going to like do it for six to 18 months and see how that feels. Yeah. I mean, in my experience, like I, so my cycle where I start to get bored is about like two years and, oh, um, nice. and I, I have a master's in library and information science. I work part-time as a librarian 
And the funny thing is, is like, I was like, okay, I'm going to like be a librarian, be a librarian. <laughs> I spent about a year and a half getting my degree and I was like, and I'm done. And I, that was like, <laughs> that was like seven years ago. So I'm still like using it. And I didn't know human design, but just like that conflicting energy. I was like, I just spent like thousands of dollars on this degree and busted my butt. And now I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yes. You know, it's funny. I, I so relate to that. That makes me think of a lunch that I had with my old mentor. I went to Parsons to study design. I mean, I went to five colleges over eight years. I studied so many different things. I did everything from like dairy science to Icelandic to art and design. And when I, when I graduated with, from Parsons, that like, I think about a year later, I had a conversation with my mentor and uh, I was telling her, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't think I'm going to be a designer. Like, you know, I feel bad. I got this education. You invested so much time and energy into me. And she said the smartest thing. She was like, you know, that education is in you. Like it's going to serve you no matter what. So like, you don't need to commit to like a design job or being a designer or whatever, like that that's going to serve you. And, and now, you know, many years later, I'm working in my own, I, you know, I'm own business and people are always commenting on my website, my graphics, my logo, and how amazing it is. Who did I use? And it's like, oh, me, <laughs> I think I just got that degree. So that I, I did, I did that cycle so that I could just have a thought and immediately make it. So I could like have that creative urge at four in the morning and change my whole website. <laughs> so I don't have to depend on anyone. And it's just like my way, you know, there I have the throat, I can talk. And then I also have this other tool in the toolbox of expressing through graphics and visuals. And so sometimes I'm like later, you know, as we reflect on these cycles and like, okay, why did, why did we do that? Like we did invest, what was the reason and how is it going to serve us? Cause I do think like those degrees, not saying to go out and get a degree, but I do think if you got it and you were really invested at the time, and then when you're done, you're like, okay, I'm done. It's like, all right, what was, what other purpose was that serving? So I do like to like, look at that in my life too. Cause I do think like, it's so interesting how that can, you know, how those skills can show up 10 years down the road in a way that I never expected. Yeah. And I've reflected on that with my like library degree and I've learned how to speed read books and I can recommend books to people. Wow. They're like, oh, <laughs> you see these posts in these Facebook groups and they're like, what should my next read be? And I, my comment is never like my, what I'm reading. It's like, okay, well, what do you like? I could tailor uh, a list for you. Like, this is a unique skill amazing. I am. Like, I could tailor a list for you based on what you actually enjoy instead of reading what, you know, what's popular, what everybody's yeah. recommending. And so it's like, like this I love that. TV skill. And I also know how to research. Like I know, yes. I know what's fake. I know what's not fake. I know how to, it's, it's like a, it's an expensive skill that I acquire. <laughs> yeah. uh, especially now with everything that's going on, everything that's circulating, it's, it's very useful to have. And uh, and I definitely like bring that in with my business along with, uh, obviously I have a job <laughs> too, but um, it's, it's interesting how it all like plays together. And I love that perspective where it's like, okay, this is, this is the experience I had. And you even said before, like you use your uh, life experience in your coaching in to connect with your clients and even just to like be able to share and guide them in what they're moving through because you've like experienced that you're able to share and bring that to um to other people yeah and I love it <laughs> yeah I also think as a line three like nothing we hear is crazy to us like I think if someone's like 
I want to quit my job and go do this thing. You're like, fantastic. <laughs> like, how can I support you? Like, I'm not going to tell you, no, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, you know, best, like, if I feel like us line threes are like, if someone wants to jump into something, we are the cheerleaders. We're like, yeah, do it. We know how that feels. <laughs> like, go for it. So I think also as a coach, it makes me like, I don't want to say less judgmental, but it definitely like, it leaves this like open room where I'm like, yeah, like I've played in the field of life. Like, why shouldn't you go ahead? Like full permission. I have a lot of uh, friends and clients who call on me just for like a permission to go do the thing they want to do. And it's like, yeah, um, Hey, you know, best like go do the thing. Yes. And they're like a common fear is like this fear of like failure or fear, fear of it being meaningless. Like, uh, you can play around with the like splenic center and there's like the yes. fear gates, I don't have all of them memorized off the top of my head, but these are like common fears that yep. people have and experience. And with that three line, like we're a part of our purpose is to show people that there is no failure. There's just lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like one of my mantras. I, I got it from somewhere, someone else before I knew human design, but I'm like, no, this is like the three line mantra. <laughs> There's no failure, only lessons. <laughs> it's Love. all a lesson <laughs> I relate to that so strongly <laughs> yes yeah and um it's like it's it's almost like so with my a little bit of like my story is like growing up like I wasn't allowed to experience mm-hmm. and so now like I'm in my mid-30s like now I'm just like wham I'm like I'm just like diving in and trying things and I'm like no like don't protect me. I need to experience this in order to like learn this in order to gain the lesson from it. Because if you don't, if you don't experience it, you're not necessarily going to like learn it. You're not going to gain that lesson if you're not actually like moving through it. So I just think that's so powerful. I love that. And actually hearing you say that makes me think too, about like, as a coach, like it does make it easier for me being a three line to like keep a little separation between me and a client. Like I'm not trying to protect them. Um, I I coach adults, like they can make, you know, they have full agency, they can make decisions for themselves. And I do feel like sometimes um, I've had other friends who are coaches be like, oh, like I'm so invested. I don't want it to go wrong. And not that I'm not invested in my clients, but I'm kind of like, I don't know, man, like that's how people learn. Like our job as a coach isn't to protect. Our job is to stand there and and hold the space, whether they're doing great or they're not doing great. So like, I'm not, I do love that you're saying that because I think that us uh, three lines also have that perspective of like letting other people dive in and experience and not being so um, focused on protecting them. Like knowing like that that's part of life is like experiencing that and, and learning the lesson through the experience. Yeah, exactly. And I think so often, especially for people who are newer coaches, they see there are they're like nervous, like, oh my gosh, like what if my clients don't get results? What if my clients like da 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 da? Like, what if this happens? But really like your job is to hold the space for them. Your job isn't to fix everything and to like do everything for them to make sure that they get the results that they're looking for. It's more uh, like your job as a coach is to guide them, is to move through things like however like they need to move through the things. So I think that's just so powerful to like sit back and like just hold space as a coach. Like so I love that. (laughs) Yes. Um, so let me, I'm gonna, 
<laughs> I like this is this is such an amazing conversation. Like I I love it. Um, so I have a question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I have a question. Well, what is the question, Amy? Come on. Um, <laughs> we we talked a lot about the three line, but you also have like that five line, which is you know, in human design terms, the heretic, which is like, ugh. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard it described as like the hero where like people yeah. like see your wisdom and people like come to you for solutions or that it can be where uh, sometimes like people project their problems onto you. Like, has that been an energy that you've like noticed in your life and, uh, like, how is that like played in along with that like three line? Such a good question. Um, I got to credit Holly Mari here. Uh, Holly Mari is a manifester um, teacher and leader. Um, I've, I've learned a lot from her. Uh, she's in, in Australia. I've learned a lot from her. And she recently posted how in your business, like your conscious line is how you see yourself and your unconscious line is how other people see you. And when she posted that, like this total light went off because, you know, the five line for me is like, I don't see myself that way. Um, and when people see me that way, or when I get projected on it, it took me a long time. And I'm still, still definitely a journey that I'm on where I'm like, oh, you're projecting on me or, oh, you're coming to me thinking I know this. <laughs> I'm like just having to like, as a manifester with that motorized throat and as a like conscious three line have to like, keep telling myself and the world, like. I don't know. <laughs> this, like, I, I don't know. Like, this is all a messy experiment. Like, I'm not sure. You know, every once in a while, there is wisdom that comes out, but like, I'm not trying to have that role. Um, and I've had to really work on myself um, deconditioning that because it's so attractive to fall into the hero role. It's so attractive to be the fixer, the problem solver, or have the wisdom. And I've just had to like, let myself I feel like leaning more into my three and letting myself live that more and be more visible in that has helped me a lot, like um, not being projected on so much. Because uh, that three, five, it's it's an interesting combination, which I'm definitely still understanding. Yeah. But so often, you know, it's like, even with my coaching, like every time I have a, um, a like consultation call with a new client, I'll always say, you know, I don't have the answers. Like I really don't, I don't know what's best for you. Like, please don't ask me because I don't know. I have ideas. I can hold space. We can work on things together. I have tons of practices and tools. But as far as like solid answers, I have no idea. And it's been really liberating to just like vocalize that and say that and declare that and inform around that because otherwise I do feel like, you know, in the start of my coaching career, I was getting so much projection and I was just like, what is happening? And then the more I looked into the line five, I was like, oh my God, okay, okay, I see what's going on. Um, and just being conditioned that like, we want to fulfill hero roles, you know, in our society, like that's something I've had to work really hard to be like, right, right, right. Like, I don't need to do that. Like, I don't, I don't need to be a hero. There doesn't need to be a hero in this situation. And it doesn't need to be me. Um, it's, it's still something I'm working on for sure. But yeah, that line five is like kind of sneaky. Yeah. And like, it's something that I've never experienced. Cause like, I, like I said, I'm a six, three and for, you know, most of, heck even like now like it's I see it's more perceived as like a three three um because of the because of the faces of the six line so it's just like 
I haven't truly like experienced that like split difference quite yet just because of how that six line functions because it's like you have like you're getting all your life experience in the beginning of your life so that way when you're older you have like that like wisdom and everything so at least that's been my experience some people experience different so that's how I was like let me let's chat about this and like see, yes. see yeah. like what happens and and we talked before like saying like you're not a human design expert like you've been yeah. you know, experimenting with your design for all, like a little bit of time, but like you haven't, you're not like obsessed with human design, like, <laughs> like I am or anything like that. And so that's like the point. It's like, it's not necessarily to have all the answers, but like, what are you experiencing right now? And how are you, how are you like dealing with that and having those boundaries around and recognizing like, okay, I'm being projected on right now. So <laughs> we're, these, these are my boundaries. This is what I'm going to tell you. And we're going to leave it at that. Um, and you brought up something really well that I want to talk about with manifestors, which is the like informing and initiating piece. Like, um, how, like when you learned about that, like, did you have any, like issues or like resistance towards like informing in the beginning and like how have you like worked through yeah I love that question I mean I definitely like had to really differentiate for myself like informing versus explaining and for me like something that helped was like oh declarations I'm just declaring I'm just like saying what's happening. <laughs> and like, and what's funny is when I started doing that, I was like, oh, people are surprised. People have no idea what's happening with me. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, and I realized one thing that was actually I went through a lot of grief over in the first few months of finding out as a manifester was realizing how many times I accidentally initiated and didn't inform and sort of was left with this like weird disconnect. And again, it could also be that unconscious line five coming in, but like a good example would be like, you know, going out in New York, going to a party, you know, pre-pandemic times, meeting 50 people, giving everybody my number, having an intense, beautiful conversation with a bunch of people, and then waking up the next day exhausted with like 30 text messages. So people who want to go get coffee and being like, I can't possibly do this. Like, this is not like, I don't have the capacity and so just really learning to inform people like, yes, we are connecting and we can get like really deep, really fast and we can like connect and I can see parts of you and you can see parts of me. We can have this amazing like interaction. And then my capacity moving forward is like very limited. Like I, I don't, I don't know how to, um, you know, be in those spaces all the time. Like I, I, I can't, I'm exhausted. I need so much time alone. I need so much rest time. And so I really realized like, oh, right. Intentionally, consciously initiating and then intentional, intentionally, consciously informing as I go. So if I'm, you know, now out with, and I meet somebody and we have an intense conversation, just being like, hey, my life is really full. Like I would love to stay in contact, like over Instagram. Or, you know, I'm not really available for coffee this week. I'm actually really busy and I'm like also really tired. Um, so just finding ways to like really make things clear with people. And um, and then I realized also I was sort of overwhelming my projector friends with like a thousand invitations because as a manifester who has like, you know, all these ideas floating in and out, it's like um, just throwing out a ton of options and I'm not attached to any of them. And then finding out 
as I was getting more aligned with my design, realizing like, oh, so many of my projector friends think that every one of these is an invitation they have to respond to, and they do not. Like, I just, you know, this is a bunch of ideas. Pick up the one that excites you is really how I feel. So just learning to kind of explain to people how I work, because I've realized like when I meet people, first of all, they don't usually understand how I work. And then second of all, like they can't actually um, in like have, an intuitive idea of what I'm going to do next. I like super surprise people. Um, and so that's why I've thought like, oh, right. Informing and declaring as a manifestor is so important because it gives people like a window in because, you know, there's no windows into this space. Nobody can see what's going on for me. The joke in my life has always been like, oh, if you give Marianne two options, they're going to do the fifth one that you would never have known was on the menu. <laughs> like yeah. they're going to do the one that's like, like, if you tell Marianne, like you can go here, you can go there. They're going to move to Iceland for three years. And I'm like, yes, of course. Duh. <laughs> so just realizing like, oh, I gotta let, I gotta let people know. I gotta be informing. And it's, it's created a lot of, um, a lot more ease for me. And then noticing the way that people want to be in my life and then letting them know if that's the way that I have space or not. Um, Cause I think a lot of people, when you meet me out, I have so, it looks like I have like huge capacity, but I don't. And so just really being really honest about that. Like, Hey, like when I'm out, I'm out and my capacity is like humongous. And when I'm not, you know, when I'm like, but I like to be in my space 80% of the time with like, you know, real tucked in, like working on things or resting. Um, so that, that big expansive, like outward movement is only like, I don't know, 25% of my life. And, and, and that's what that is. So I can meet you in that space, but I'm not always in that space all the time. And that's been really powerful for me to be able to do. And I've, I've noticed a lot more, um, a lot more ease. Like I, a lot more like people, like people's nervous systems, like calming down, like, okay, cool. <laughs> I know how you're feeling now. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's really beautiful. I love how you explain this because I've never had a manifester like explain it like quite like this, or maybe it was just the like intellectual, like learning about human design, but like this, like the, this informing goes to pretty much like any area of your life, like including like meeting, meeting new people. Like if you're, uh, you know, going out and uh, encountering people and really honor, it's, it's a combination of informing, like knowing your boundaries, honoring those boundaries and informing other people of those boundaries and what they can expect, like being in yeah. like an energetic, like partnership with you. Um, I just, you, I don't know where that phrase came from, but like, you know, yep. when you're interacting with people <laughs> yes. and everything and you brought up something else that was like really, uh, really beautiful, which was about no, like recognizing how your projector friends, what their energy is. And I, um, I was talking about this in uh, a program I was like a support coach for. And I, I just really feel that human design is something that like everybody should know at least about yeah. like the energetic types. So, so it influences how you interact with other people and mm -hmm. how you can honor not only your energy, but being respectful of maybe somebody else's energy and speaking in a way that where they can receive it. And I, I just think that is so important. And it's a part of the uh, a part of the work that I do between like this podcast and um, just talking with people who are like all these different energy types and how they live their lives. So you can, 
<laughs> take what you take uh, what you need and leave the rest behind. But um, also just this whole like brand that I'm creating is like making human design and learning human design accessible so that okay. everybody can know all these different types and use it to interact with people in alignment. So yeah, don't, don't overwhelm your projector friends with invitations. Yes. 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 And if you're having, I love that. And that also makes me think of, you know, my mom is a manifester. I've mentioned that a few times. Um, and in the last year, I really like inadvertently taught her how to inform and it's our relationship has like never been better. I'm like, mom, when you're doing something that affects me, tell me, <laughs> just let me know. Don't ask me for permission. You don't have to explain it to me. Just like shoot me a text and let me know what you're up to. <laughs> like, just inform me to like, let me know. And it's been really powerful. Cause I was like, all oh, right. Like she has very little interest in, you know, learning about her design, but that little bit, just that little bit of like knowing that, like, if she is doing something that you know, she has six kids, like we kind of care what she's up to. So like, just let us know, <laughs> let us know what the game plan is. And it, it's been really amazing to be like, all right. <laughs> all she needed was like a little bit of a, a incentive to inform. And, and now every, you know, things are moving so much more smoothly. So yeah, I think if people just knew their basic energy type and emotional, or I'm sorry, I'm an emotional authority, but if they just basically knew their energy type and their authority and their strategy, I think so much would just move in such a better way. Yeah, like the the strategy is key too. Like, and for manifestors, it's that informing and initiating. Like, take, don't hold back. Take that action if you've got like that. Go, like, go yeah. for it. You know. And um, the other the other thing that a lot of people ask, and there's there's so much confusion around the emotional authority. And every single person I talk to, I'm also an emotional authority, but every single person like moves through this authority like differently has this been um has learning and working with your emotional authority like been a game changer in your life you know it has it's funny I'm still real that's a place I'm still really learning about um but I have really noticed because I thought that when I got to that you know when I rode the waves and I got that to that neutral space I always thought that meant, you know, I'm, I'm a three line, I'm a manifestor, as we already talked about, I already, I always thought that was like, okay, I'm done, <laughs> like, I'm done with that thing, I didn't know that that was like, oh, okay, now that's the place to make the decision from, so it's been really nice, because, you know, like, we were talking about earlier about education, I was talking about wanting to get my master's, and um, I think that was one of the first times that I was really like, okay, ride the wave, like, there was all that excitement and hope, and then there was like, Oh, that fear. And then there's like just all these things coming in. And then I got to that like place of like this unbiased, unattached, like neutral space. Uh, you know, the wave is done crashing. And I was like, oh, now I make the decision. <laughs> it doesn't mean I've lost interest. And so really learning to, I'm still learning to differentiate between like when I've lost interest and when I'm in a place to make the decision from. Um, and then the funny part is, and I don't know how this all works because I, like I said, I'm still new to human design, but um, I'll notice that I'll like make that decision. I'll like be at that space. I'll have ridden the waves. I'll make that decision. And then I'll like, it's almost like I feel like I don't have to act on it because the decision is done. So let's say that I'm like deciding to, I don't know, let's just say like go on a trip or something. And so like in my body and my energy being, I'm like, okay, the decision is made. And then it's hard to get myself to like go and buy the plane tickets. Um, and, and maybe also that's like the manifestor coming in where I'm like, I did the hard, I did the like not hard part, but I did the big deciding part. And now I don't want to do like the nitty gritty planning part. Um, but I have noticed that then I'm like, no, no, this is the part where then you like 
then you do the thing. Um, so I don't know, I'm still learning what that, how that all fits, but yeah, the emotional authority, I think the thing that's been the most interesting for me is just being like, okay, these emotions are meaningful because I'm such an emotional person and I do go through such waves and just being like, right, they're meaningful. Like this is all part of the process. This is how I get the information. Um, instead of just like kind of being like, oh my God, I need to hold off on these emotions and make the decision. Or I need to hold off on these emotions and like initiate or figure something out. It's now like, oh no, that's like literally part of the process. That's like a big part of the process. So that's been really powerful. Yeah, it, it is. It's like the, I think what's, um, what can be so confusing is like you're like you're feeling and then you're not (laughs) feeling and then like not feeling and then like knowing when it's time to make that decision and then giving yourself that permission to oh okay now I can take some action (laughs) on this like um and sometimes even like even if you make that decision sometimes like, at least for me, like sometimes then another emotional wave comes about around right. like actually taking the action. It's like, okay, you know, taking the example of the trip you gave, it's like you decide, okay, yes, I'm going to go on that trip. But then like thinking about like buying the like plane ticket or like booking, <laughs> booking an Airbnb or hotel or whatever, then, there, then, <laughs> then that triggers a whole other emotional wave. And it's just like, oh my gosh. And Yes. And then you feel like shame and judgment around like, yes. um, oh, wait, why can't I make decisions quickly like everyone else kind of a thing. 100%. Uh, and just learning, you know, when I first, I'm going to have to um, credit a friend of mine who helped me so much uh, named Lou Elda. When I first started learning about my design, Lou Elda said something so brilliant to me, which was like, you can just inform people that you need time to decide. And I was like, oh wow okay great like that takes off so much pressure I can just say like hey I need a week or I need two days or I haven't decided um you know yeah I can do that that's awesome yes yeah and uh yeah we I, I'm just like looking at it <laughs> looking at your trials like oh we have like the same channel that um defines our emotional center and it's like the 4037 channel and so like some of this similarity is like I I like relate to everything you said but like (laughs) (laughs) I was like this is why because we like literally experience the same um the same emotional wave and um I'm like getting really curious now um it's uh, yeah it's like the same emotional wave but like different a different line with it I think yeah okay yeah that makes but that's okay but um it's it's very interesting because it's for both of us it's also like unconscious so Mm -hmm. we're not um we're not like fully even fully aware of it at least like for me I I can't speak for you but like (laughs) for me it's like sometimes I'm just like I don't know. I can't even quite pinpoint what I'm feeling right now. I just know I'm feeling, I'm feeling the feels, <laughs> I'm feeling yes. the feels and I have to move through this, but like, and, and then the clarity comes later. So it, that's just a whole other layer. <laughs> that makes so much sense. That's, I mean, that's how I feel too. It's funny. You know, I, um, sometimes I'll put off decisions till I like move through it and then, but it's like, I can't move through it fast enough. I'm still feeling the feels. So like, for instance, I was supposed to RSVP to a friend's wedding, like by tomorrow and I haven't like done all the feelings yet, but I have to RSVP. And I like literally said to myself this morning, like, 
you can RSVP and still do the feelings. Like it's okay. <laughs> like, because the trip is like the um, wedding is out of town and I got to get a gift and I have to like find an outfit. And there's just like a lot of logistics and it's also like still a pandemic. And so I'm just like, there's a lot of moving through, but I was like, Marianne, you can literally just like say yes. And then that can just be like a tiny part of the decision. And then all the other decisions about like where you're going to stay and what you're going to wear and what gift you're going to bring, like you can move through all that. You still have two months to like move through all that. And it was just really nice to be like, okay, cool. <laughs> yes. I can yes. still like, I can like RSVP and, and give the decision and then I can still like move through all that. So yeah, I love that you're saying it's sometimes unconscious because that does feel like very, that resonates deeply. I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm feeling, but I know that I need space to like feel all this shit and then, or all these things and then, and then move through them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, this has been like a piece that I've been diving into a lot recently, like recently is like this unconscious versus conscious. And like, we're like trying to work with that unconscious because it's, um, it's like, it's like these things that drive us, but we're not fully like aware of it. It's like that if you've ever done, I'm like a nerd, but like I've been playing, I've been uh, learning about like the subconscious mind and like through, you know, like like transformation work and like manifestation also like not related to human design, but like the subconscious is like that bottom of the iceberg. It like it, it rules our life and then we're only aware of like the tip of the iceberg so <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's it's very interesting to be able to like play with and like manipulate um in a good way like re or reprogram I like that word better like reprogram like what's going on like um underneath so that we can um receive what it is that we want to receive and we can like live the life that feels more in alignment with us instead of letting like these these like icky things kind of like control Mm. us kind of a thing so it's it's very fascinating (laughs) we won't we won't dive deeper into that but just like know that if if you're you're not weird if you're feeling the feels and can't quite pinpoint them. There's yes. nothing wrong with you. There's yes. more going on energetically. Than... Well, it's yeah. funny you say that because I was once in a therapy session and like the therapist gave me like a list of feelings, like a hundred feelings you can feel. And I was like, oh my God, this is so helpful. <laughs> like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, wait, am I disappointed or am I dismayed? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is awesome. So I, I always remember looking at that list and I think I even hung it up for a while. Cause I was just like, wow, this is so cool. Cause when I feel things they are just like these swirls, I don't know what they are. They're just big swirls. Yes. And then like, sometimes it's just like that right word. If then you're like, yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That, yeah. That's it. It's like somebody says something and you're like, oh my gosh, this just clicked. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So real. So real. Well, the other thing about my emotional authority, I will say is I've really learned to give myself time. Like, okay, you know, like if I get an email or something that like I have a big reaction to, it's like, whether it's happy or not happy, if it's stress, whatever it is, it's like, okay, just like, let me like sit like I, cause I want to like immediately react and be like, you know, like, let me respond to this right away. Um, but it's like, no, 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 no. Like, why don't you take two days and see how you feel about it in two? Like, I'm sure like, because the other thing is with that emotional authority, I have noticed that like, I do have this like 
I'm a little trigger happy about responding to things sometimes, like wanting to just do them right away so I don't forget them or just wanting to like get that out or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 just like give it a second. Or like if I'm, you know, if I am changing my website, like give it one more look over, like sleep on it. So that's been helpful too, to just be like, yes, I know that there is this urge to just like go, 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 do, 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 like fast, you know, fast and furious. And then like with that emotional authority, it's like, okay, well, it is nice to like slow down for a second, like sleep or eat or take a beat and then like, look at whatever I'm doing and like, be like, okay, is that still true for me? Is that still what I want to say? Is that still what I want to put into the world? Um, so that has been like also really helpful for me to just be like, yeah, you can have permission to like take 24 hours or 48 hours to like chill on something. Yeah, exactly. And um, with some emotional authorities, like, uh, you can take, like, if you're focusing on, like, a so, like, one decision, it can take up to, like, a week. It's, yeah. um, heck, I just, you know, made a decision about something that I had been sitting and playing around with, like, for months in my business. <laughs> like, and, and I just, like, you know, put it aside. I was like, okay, this doesn't need to this doesn't need to be made a decision about now, but then yeah. like all of a sudden, like uh, some things came up and I like, I'm a Manny Jen. So sacral mm-hmm. response like that, the thing, like a thing came up to respond to. And I was like, okay, there, there's yeah. my emotional clarity. I have this decision. <laughs> Cause I like had already felt out like yeah. some of the things, but I just like put it aside and like trusted that the right time was mm-hmm. going to come when it comes. And so, uh-huh. yeah, emotional authorities give yourself time to to, and trust that the right time is going to come and uh and move with it so beautiful so important um (laughs) yeah so something that I ask especially people who are not like human design experts but um if somebody is new to human design and like just learning about it is there anything that you recommend that they start with like first like or any advice for like newbie human design inquisitors I don't know I don't even (laughs) um that's so funny because I feel like because I'm a manifester and because I'm so like this has been so validating for me I feel like I I really like I just am always like go get a reading (laughs) like just go pay someone to hear about it because I guess it's like I um you know, for me, the way that I got into it was I got a few readings with my friend Lou Elda, and then I started researching and doing things on my own, but that information can be, like, confusing, or you cannot identify with it. You could be like, oh my god, I don't actually identify with this, or I don't really understand what this strategy is, or, like, that doesn't make sense to me, and I think having another human, and this just might be the way that I learn and operate, but just having another human, like, in the room who knows way more, who can explain things and walk you through and really look at your chart, and if something's not registering, they can be like, well, that doesn't always mean this, or that might mean this, or well, this in combination with that means this, or it's such a complex system, Um, so whenever somebody is excited about it, I'm like, find out your energy type, find out your strategy, and your authority, and then if you're interested in more, go get it, just like, go get a reading, like go find somebody who will help you look at it. Um, I think it's so worth the time and the money. 
I think it's uh, it's such a complex system and it takes so long to really get to the nuances that I'm definitely like, let me just find the person who knows a lot and have them help me. Um, and then the other thing too is like, you're sorting through when I was when I was starting to research online, I was like, okay, well, yes, that's but that's not true for me, but this is, or I don't have that center defined or it's just, I feel like um, there's a lot of general information about it. And so if you're not, if it's not like resonating it just might be that like the information you're reading is too generalized. Uh, so I also like to tell people that is like, be careful. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's similar. I feel like it's similar to astrology. Like, yeah, we can all talk about the sun sign, but like, did you look in your moon sign or where your Mercury is? <laughs> or like, did you look at like what aspects there are, like how they all connect? And so that's something I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to be an expert on astrology or human design, but there's so many amazing people out there who've dedicated their lives and are so willing to sit down for an hour or two and, and just like lay it out for you in a way that feels really good. And I think that's a beautiful starting point. You know, obviously after you look up your, your chart, I think that's like the next place that I would recommend people go to. I love to gift human design readings to people. It's like one of my like exciting, uh, especially manifestors. Cause I think manifestors is like, are like, Ooh, like their brains light up and they're like, Oh my God, I'm not weird. This is awesome. Um, so I love to gift human design readings to people. Cause I think they can be like insanely validating and fun and exciting. Yeah. I, I love that. I agree with you. Like when I, um, I was first introduced to human design in like a group program I was in and then, uh, I didn't relate. And I even read like I read a human design book and I was like, I was excited by it, but at the same time, I was like, this isn't me. Like, what the heck? Like, what? Like, no. And then it wasn't, I like, I had an introductory reading and I related to some of it, but I also uh, was in a space where I didn't feel comfortable speaking up and like saying like, this doesn't relate to me and asking those questions. So it was actually when I was learning the complexities of the system and like studying it that I was like oh my god all this clicks like this is me yeah. like all of these layers coming together like what you were saying it's like yes there's so many different layers and so uh like I'm I'm saying this like so if anybody who's listening if you want to get a reading like I do them so shameless wow. plug yeah. <laughs> I do human design readings just like reach out and uh and let, like, let me know if you want one, um, but speak up. Like if something doesn't resonate or something doesn't quite like click, or you have like a question around, like, how does this like show up? Or like, what can this look like? Like speak up, you know, cause the, the people who, at least for me, like when I do readings for people, like it's for them, it's not for me. Yes. Um, it's for, it's, it's because I want to help you who wants a reading my clients I want to help them get connected to who they are and so they don't have to like move through uh, like the pain and any like suffering from living out out of being in alignment with their design and so like speak up because the if you're with like a good reader um, the reader really cares about what you're going to get out of it not like what the reader is going to get out of it it's like not bad. So <laughs> my like little, my little advice, like from my experience and uh, with like working with people and getting a reading, like make sure you speak up and like say something if you're not, if something doesn't quite relate or something doesn't quite like sit with you because the people here, like most coaches are here to like really support you and give you um, the results that 
you're looking for. So yeah, yeah I, I love that. And and that said, I feel like if you do speak up, if you do say something like you'll just the amount of knowledge you can get in two sentences from somebody that studied this is like incredible. I mean, I feel like that's the thing if you're seeing a reader, if you're if you're you know, going to someone who studied, like you said, when you studied all those like nuances, they clicked, they started to make sense. It's like that, that person, like, I'm sure you as a reader, you can give a client like so much information in two minutes that would take so long to find, you know, the internet is incredible. We can find so many things, but for instance, like I was looking up, you know, I have the gate of crisis to find, and I was looking at that up like a few like weeks ago being like, oh, I didn't understand this more. Like, so confusing to me. Like, I see how this like relates to my life, but I don't understand what the gifts of this are. And then I was on a phone call and, and I asked someone about it and they like in two seconds gave me so much, like they just like said one sentence that just like blew my mind and like everything clicked. And I was like, oh, that's the gift of the gift of crisis. I get it. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't fully get it. I'm still working on it and like living yeah. it out and the nuances will continue to land. But just like the info they gave me in two seconds was like worth like hours of research on my own. So not saying we can't do these things on our own, but I always think like seeing someone who studied, you know, you've studied, you've dedicated so much time and energy to understanding this. You're in service of your clients. Like that's like such a beautiful gift. And I think like if we're really interested in understanding any framework, like that's such a beautiful place to start. Yeah, yes, definitely. And like, as a manager, and I'm like, yes, like, <laughs> let me, let me save time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Let, me, let me save time. What's the shortcut here? What's the shortcut here? Oh. <laughs> and I, and that's, and that, and that's what I've done. Like I, uh, oh yeah, I enrolled in not one, but two human design certifications <laughs> at the same time. Like, <laughs> because like, we get it all <laughs> shortcuts, shortcuts. I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, how can I, Oh my God. How can I learn and embody this like faster and <laughs> learn this faster so that I can bring this to more people? Cause I recognize like <laughs> it's so valuable. It's yeah. so valuable. It's I so always valuable. ask new clients. I mean, I'm not in, I'm not a human design reader. I'm not a human design. I have no certifications, but I always ask clients like, do you know your energy type? Because I just think it can be so deeply validating. Mm-hmm. Yes, it it is. And just we had like we talked about this before, but just like knowing and being able to connect with people of different energy types is yeah. like yes. so important, especially when you're working, when you're working with people, it's like yeah. you need to understand like how you can reach them and how you can mm-hmm. really connect with them and to bring out like the best of them. So yeah, I, I actually have a cute story if you want to hear it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so we've had this, like, I'm in a Brooklyn apartment shared with lots of people. And, um, you know, we're in a brownstone and um, something's been, our sink has just been like giving us trouble, giving us trouble, giving us trouble. So I finally bought like a sink protector and I cleaned out the sink and I drainoed it and I bought a sink protector. I did like all these things. And then I like came home and I left the sink protector on the counter and I did for like three days and I just couldn't seem to like do the final step. And I just, you know, I don't know, I got tired, I got distracted, I was doing other shit. And I woke up the other day and I noticed my roommate had just, all they had done was like opened it out of the package and placed it in the sink. And I was like, that is a whole love language for me. Doing the last 4% of a project for me is like, that is the hardest part. I am so happy to do the whole thing until the last four to five percent and so having somebody like walk by see that I was trying to do something and finish it I'm like that is a whole love language (laughs) and any friend any like partner any family member that can just like help me get past the finish line on something is 
oh, thank you. Like that is where I struggle the most. So it's been, it's been like really cool to just tell people like, I'm so good at doing like the big push, but I, I can't quite wrap, wrap it up. So like, yeah. help, me, help me put the bow on it. Cause that's where I struggle the most. Um, and it's just, it's been really cool to see how, like, now that I've been informing about that, how that can just happen, how a roommate can just like walk by and like, be like, Oh, I'm just going to put this in the sink. Cause obviously, you know, Marianne bought it and meant to, and just did it. And it's like, yes, thank you. That's all I need. Yeah. And that, that pretty much sums up like the manifestor energy right there. Like manifestors are designed to initiate. It's like getting the ball rolling. And then that informing piece is so that people can take over the project for the manifestor. Like you're meant to get things going and like start things, but it's uh, the other, other people who are meant to uh, take over and finish those. So uh, that, that story was just perfect. And it's, <laughs> and it, like, sometimes we think about it in these like big, yes. big picture things like, oh, with the business, like, yeah. da, 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 I'm supposed to start a whole bunch of businesses and then other people run them. But it's as simple as the project of like cleaning and uh, finding a solution for you know sink a sink problem it's it's the the little things too it's not just these like big picture uh big picture moments in your life it's also the little ones where 100% comes in 100% and I feel like that's another place where informing comes in is just telling people like in my life like if you see things I left unfinished it's probably just because I ran out of energy or I got distracted so just like feel free to finish them like if you see a letter sitting on the counter with a stamp feel free to drop that in the box I will be so grateful um and not always like informing in the moment like hey can you put the thing in the sink or like hey I need something that's a question but informing like hey I did most of it can you finish it or I need someone to finish it um, sorry, all the, my examples right now are coming out as questions and I don't mean them to, that's not informing, but um, the way that I've been informing is like telling people around me, like, I can't always finish things. So if you see something unfinished and you want to jump in, please do. I will not be offended. Um, you know, go ahead. Uh, and like going back to that example where I was like, you know, at a party meeting a bunch of people, like letting people know, like, if you really want to hang out with me, call me like that's the way to get a hold of me like text is overwhelming like call me like just letting people know like the door is open for you to you know it's funny I saw something a few weeks ago I can't remember what Instagram it was but it was like um manifestors love to be like like don't always ask the manifestor to initiate everything like if you're it was for like partners and close friends and family Mm -hmm. manifestors is like sometimes give them a break and like initiate for them and I was like oh my gosh I love that (laughs) like don't always you know if it's always up to me to fit to do everything or make the phone call or move everything through like it's not going to happen so you know I always tell people like don't be afraid if you really need my attention give me a call or do this and that kind of informing feels really good too because it's in the moments where I'm really exhausted I'm not having to inform so much in the moment where I forget to put the thing in the sink and I just leave it on the counter I've already informed the people I live with like if you see things that are unfinished feel free to just do that last part because I obviously moved on so (laughs) um and that informing that kind of like pre-informing has been really good for me really helpful Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause that is definitely, it's understanding your own energy and like informing people like before problems happen. Yes. And, <laughs> um, and also like a thought like popped up, uh, it's coming back. <laughs> um, but also like this, 
informing and asking for support like so you don't feel like you're doing it all like sometimes yes. um, I felt this way too like as Manny and Manny Jen but uh, if you're always like informing and like trying to initiate and stuff it can be tiring and you're just like I don't oh, want to yes. do it and yeah. um, just like in like using that informing to let people know like hey you're more than welcome to initiate I'm not going to get offended like <laughs> and it's and it's like these boundaries that you set like I think that is so uh, it's so important too and it's helpful like you said it's helpful like <laughs> it's really beautiful so I love that yes. that makes sense I love yes. that well thank you so much for doing this interview it's been like so good um how can it, like if people are like oh my gosh Marianne they're amazing <laughs> I want to get in touch with them like how can people get in touch with you online oh. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, um, you can go to my website, thekindlingkind.com, um, or you can find The Kindling Kind on Instagram, or my personal Instagram is ma underscore George. Um, you can reach out to me at any of those places. I also have an upcoming course, which I'm really excited about, where we're going to be exploring gender for nine weeks. So if you want to go deeper into gender, like I'm just going to plug that real quick, like come, come find me. It starts in October. I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah, find me. I'm, I'm psyched to, I love talking to people. So yes. yeah, thank you so and, much. Yeah. And I'll have all those links in the in the show notes for you guys. So if you miss something or you're driving, because I listen to podcasts while driving, you can check back later. <laughs> check back for all those links and to get in touch with Marianne. So thank you again for doing this. And this has been so amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design. We dive deep into how you can begin to embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I also invite you to tag me on Instagram at embodyyourdesignxo with your favorite part of this episode. Thank you again for listening and see you in the next episode.